Oh, I don't know where the intro is. <laughs> Not even on the right brand. I hate everything about this team. <laughs> this is terrible. It is Wednesday, my dudes. This is how I win. This is no democracy. It is a dictatorship. Hate, 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 hate. Double hate. Everything that guy just says bullshit. Thank you. Seven more of these. I might not make it to 200, to be honest with you. Setting this up, we had two dropouts. Coho said he couldn't be here. Coho is here. Um, I'm drafting. Uh, yeah. So if you have, I need seven topics to close out this thing. Um, I think the final episode, just by me and Kirk just ranting about everybody in this community and how much we hate everybody. I like that idea. Um, we also might do a tier list of like ranking, like me and Kirk might be here where we rank like people's opinions on movies in the community. Um, Cause apparently we're the only two like that are insane human beings that don't have spider verse um, as a five-star movie. Um, it's crazy. Like you got a four Cody, how dare you? I have a three and a half and I thought I was going to get shot on sight, um, but you know, fill out that who knows? You're welcome. But Maybe cinema changed. Cinema changed. Um, I just love watching the go. If you want a really good time, go to the half stars on Letterboxd. Um, and then just read the people's comments under the half stars because they are just like the most people that literally got told that they couldn't have a toy at Walmart, like ranting at these people, like, How dare you? Do you know what cinema is? Like, okay, listen, it's good, it's a lot of fun, had a great time. Long, long movie. Long movie overall, like, and the story's not told all the way, which is crazy. But overall, oh, Aaron, I forgot about you. I always need to ask you more. You'll be there. Um, yeah, across the Spider Verse, better than Godfather. I, hey, film is subjective. Film is subjective. Um, that's crazy talk. That is absolutely crazy talk. But I, I um, haven't even seen that movie, and I know well, that Godfather hey, is. Who better. knows? You know what? Cole can say that today. Four years from now, he'll watch it again and be like, I finally got to know what the director was going for. This movie is trash. And then change his opinion and drop it three stars. So that will happen. Live your life. Um, okay. Anyways, we are building a movie. We've decided on the draft order. Um, you get a wild card, so anything to improve your movie. Um, an actor, an actress, so we're not being sexist tonight. You have to have a female. Good luck. Thank you. Uh, I know that's hard for a while. Lots of panelists at times, you have to get a director and you have to pick a genre. Once somebody selects a genre, you can't tap into that genre. Understand? Mm-hmm. Or it's gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Coolio. Um, if there's a, like a questionable, like, does this count as a genre? Shoot for it. See what happens. Who knows? Okay. Know? Um, and then all five of us are going to decide the winner at the end of the show with, you can't vote for yourself. You have to vote for somebody else. Payson really wants to win really badass for Venmo's today. Um, I will gladly be bought if you want to win this show. That means nothing. 
Um, What's so, your Venmo? What's your Venmo? I'm uh, actually I don't want to be friends with you on any more social media platforms than I have to, and Venmo can still you can be friends with people. So decline that is off. the dumbest. I don't get why people want to be friends on Venmo. It's the stupidest shit. Hey, if you're if you're a friend that gives money, I'd be your French drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Quick access. <laughs> Kirk, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I saw that you saw the Fortnite movie. You had yes. thoughts? Yeah, um, I have thoughts. It's great. It's the it's the greatest movie of all time. I love that your son's also brainwashed. With it. Like, uh, like, I, I mean, I will get into that. I was there with nine people, ages like twelve to 48, I think, and nobody liked it. We were all miserable, so I felt a lot better about that. <laughs> yeah, I will say, it's a lot on screen. Like, I could never imagine, I don't know if it was in 3D or released in 3D, but that would make me, like, hurl in the theater if it happened. Uh, Bar, you don't um, watch new movies. You don't watch old movies. You just don't watch movies, I don't think, anymore. Uh, now that I've stepped back from singles, yeah, I don't watch anything. <laughs> That's true. Um, so you haven't seen the Fortnite movie. What are your thoughts on, um, sports movies, you know, that you could possibly be an extra in? Pretty good. Sweet. Payson, you saw the Fortnite movie. You reviewed it on your show. Everybody go check that out. Give them a view, buy their shit, show them that you care. Um... The best episode was the one I was on. Uh, Payson, how are you doing? And did you like the Fortnite movie? I I, I, I really liked uh, the Fortnite movie. It's right now sitting at my favorite movie of the year. Uh, really enjoyed it. Huh. <laughs> um, and then Coho. Hi. Um, I don't think that movie could have been any more made for you unless it had... Damien Don't Chazelle get, directed um, a song by Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, and then um, Aaron Sorkin just showed up and be like, "Spider Man." Mm. So, what do you think of the Fortnite movie? I don't understand why we're calling it the Fortnite movie. There's a lot of skins. There's a lot of skins. It was. It was. It's a very f- loose interpretation of across the Spider Verse when it's uh, a bunch of Spider Mans in one universe just talking, and then they go back to the one that they're on. But they don't really travel through across a lot. They just travel to the one. But besides the point, Fortnite, a lot of skins. What's your thought of it? I've never played Fortnite, so I don't. I don't really know what it is. I know people. You're the perfect demographic. I will say. People look, like doing the. You gritty. look like every Fortnite kid that's ever grown up. I was so gonna that's say. Do the gritty, yeah. So I know. Yeah, you knew it. See, so you played it, liar. Um, okay. So, um, we all did the draft order. Coho's drafting first. Payson's drafting second. I'm third. Bars fourth. Uh, Kirk is fifth. Um, okay, Coho, you are on the clock. Take it away. Uh, I'm going to start by taking my director. Uh, my director is going to be Ryan Coogler. Um, I think Ryan Coogler uh, has a very unique style. Uh, he has a very good grasp of story. He's also able to do both really personal stories, but also very big scale stories as well. Um, I think that uh, you can make things like Creed 
and Fruitvale Station and also turn around and make things like the Black Panther movies that look great and have this very big scope and world while also having characters in it that you can that you can relate to and like follow their journeys on. Um, so I think uh, I'm going to take Ryan Coogler because I think he's done incredible work as a director up to this point. So. Coogler, anybody have him on your big board wanting to pick him up? I thought about it, but there's a reason that I ended up deciding not to put him on my list. I mean, he's really, uh, we don't know what genre he's picking. If he has to do with anything like special effects, I'm concerned personally. Because um, in that post, he doesn't know how to speak up or say something that, hey, that's, that's special. Those CGI look like shit twice, but he did it twice and let it happen. So, yeah, yeah I'm, we'll see what I'm, de- I'm definitely reserving judgment on this one because he's a good director. It's a good pick as long as you're letting him do something of his, something original, something of his own. No IP, please. But we'll see how it goes. Honestly, yeah, like, yeah. I think that's that's the best thing I think you can do right now is taking Coogler and get him away from Disney. Like, no offense, like, the guy, like, the, the guy made Black Panther, which is excellent. He made the second one, which is fine, but, like, kind of seemed like he was, he was definitely working in the studio system more, did not have the freedom that he had on that first movie. So, like, the guy has done his dues. He should get a blank check movie, and I hope you're going to allow him to just do something original. Yeah. We've only seen him do one original for that point. Like, where we at? Um, fully. Um, okay, uh, Payson, you're up. What are you taking? Yeah, uh, I am also going to be taking director, and uh, with the people that are going after me, there's no way I could get them if I let them slip. I'm taking Martin Scorsese. Uh, maybe the greatest director to have ever lived. Uh, probably the greatest director living right now. Um, yeah, and. Uh, he po- he uh, was in a very uh, sad deadline or- deadline interview where he was essentially talking about his own mortality of saying like, yeah, you know, there are all these cool things that are coming up that I'm just not going to be able to do. So I'm going to take him. This is probably going to be his last film. So we're, we're going to make something amazing. He's He's been on an incredible track record uh, recently, and he's going to keep keep going up. There's a reason why Killers of the Flower Mood is so many people's most anticipated movie coming up this year. Yeah, I mean, it's a great choice. I mean, like, I think, like, well, a few of us know exactly, but, like, Spielberg gets, like, really touted as, like, the director. director. I think Scorsese is just better, in my opinion, on, like, overall franchise and stuff. He's the king blockbuster. He does his thing. But, like, Scorsese on his stories is just insane. And I think the run he's on currently from from Aviator on is, like, an insane Shane run, regardless how you feel about Hugo, Hugo is like the one. Some people don't like Shutter Island, but his run is insane right now. And to get him on another one, I think the man can't miss at this point. I just don't think – I think he's better than he's ever been at this point. Um, and that's crazy to see because his, his early stuff is still unbelievable. Uh, yeah, he – this is a great pick because uh, you start with Scorsese, you all the directions you can go, the guy who does – you know, you can do crime, obviously. Uh, you can do period. You can do comedy. You can do thriller. Um, a lot of ways you can go with this. So, um, you know, the uh, Payson's open himself a lot. But having said that this is going to be Scorsese's last movie, he's under a lot of pressure to get it done right. So um, it's a good pick, but he's under the gun. Bar? Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Scorsese is one of the best uh, Irishmen. Um, 
was was the Irishman his last movie before yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon? Yeah, and that's oh. arguably like a top three Scorsese perfection. Film, so he's, okay. Yeah, Let's he's still at the top perfect. of his game. So. I will say that Irishman keeps climbing. It's absolutely perfect. Um, oh yeah. Coho, uh, any thought on Scorsese over Kluger? Um, I mean, Scorsese's a great director. He's not exactly what I would pick for the movie I'm building, um, but I, I get it. You can't go wrong. Fair, fair enough. Um, okay, um, I'm up. I couldn't do it without the man, the myth, the legend. I'm doing Denzel. I would like Denzel as my actor. I don't want him to get into anybody else's movie. I would like him in mine. Um, I don't think, I think this man makes every movie he's in better than even the source, the thing, like, uh, like a lesser movie like Roman J. Esquire, that dude is insane in that movie. He is killing it. The movie overall is not great, but his performance is really great. Um, and then like even the last thing he did with, uh, oh, what the hell was that movie with Jared Leto? Uh, oh, the, uh, the, uh, the Little Things? The little things. He even, like, his, I would say that's the most I've ever seen him, like, sleepwalking through a performance. And his asleep is, like, someone's B to A tier performance. Like, he's still doing everything he can to make that movie better than what it is. And then his versatility is just, I can build around any movie crime, action. Uh, thriller, sci-fi. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> um, picks. Uh, <laughs> if you don't know genres <laughs> exist, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Shakespeare, the man's killer, and all everything. So I will gladly have a Denzel on. Anybody thinking of taking Denzel? Uh, I consider <laughs> I love Denzel. He's one of my favorite actors of all time as well. Um, just for the idea, the two ideas that I had going. As much as I would love him, I just didn't think that he would be right for what I was kind of going for. Don't put him in anything. That's fun. Kirk? He's absolutely... Oh. Oh. No, go ahead. I was just trying to move. Yeah, he's he's absolutely one of the best actors working today. Um, he He's one of those guys that I think elevates the films that he's in. Like, he can take a mediocre movie and make it, like, a ton more watchable. Like, we're about to get the third Equalizer movie. Without Denzel, we probably don't get a second one. Um, so yeah, I I I think I think it's a really good pick. Yeah, uh, Denzel's you know one of the all time greats, no doubt. Um, and like you do have a lot of ways, and whatever whatever you do here will be better. You know, even if you, you your next four picks aren't that great, you still have Denzel to anchor it, so you're you're all set. So um, yeah, solid pick. Or did you say anything? I did, yeah. Okay, so it is up to Mark. Uh, well, since it fell to me, I'm going to take it. I'm going to start with genre. Uh, and I'm going to go with sports, uh, specifically baseball. Um, I think uh, baseball movies, uh, it's the best sport to capture on film. Uh, if you do a baseball movie right, it no pun intended, but kind of intended, it knocks it out of the park. Um, and it's just a beautiful sport to just like watch it. 
Uh, <laughs> so I'm going with uh, sports, specifically baseball. Yeah, so sports is off the table just because he said baseball. You can't pick a sports movie. You're right. Denzel would have been a terrible choice for that 70-year-old to swing that bat. So I don't blame you there. Um, but interesting to see. Um, I think personally with the panel that you have and everybody around you, I think you could have got sports like in the fifth round. But if you want to take it first and then tell me your story as you're building, then that makes more sense. But overall, I wasn't taking it after taking Denzel unless I'm making him the head coach. Um, and he's already played a coach once. That's great. So I would have passed on that. Uh, anybody else have sports on their radar at all? No. No, I because I, I I just have a, I, I, I would love to see Scorsese do a sports movie. Like he has, like, well, 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 you know, I know, but like in even in the regards that he put baseball, like I think that would just be wild. Like, no, I'm, I mean, I think I'm doing something similar to Bar, where you know he's he, he has a specific vision, and I'm interested to see where it goes with it. Okay. Um. All right. Um. Kirk, you gonna okay. get the back. Next two, but tell us what your first one is first. Okay, my first one is I'm also going to start with um, my genre to kind of set the movie up. Uh, I'm going with disaster movies. Um, specifically, um, we're doing a throwback to the old, like, 70s disaster movie, uh, like Towering Inferno and Poseidon Adventure, the airport movies. So everybody in your So path. I only can tell you two of the stars, but it's going to be a star-studded affair. You're going to have all you know, uh, stars of today, stars of yesterday um, are all you know going to be involved. It's going to be a great movie with fun. What, what the movie is going to be is it's going to be about um, the first uh, commercial space flight and um, everything that will you know undoubtedly go wrong uh, within that situation. So um, it's going to be a fun like romp. It's going to not take itself too seriously, um, but it's not going to be super campy either. It's just going to be perfectly in that zone of what those 70 disasters movies are like. I am kind of blown away because I was thinking, like, do I take a genre here just to make sure I lock it in? And the not even on my biggest of boards was baseball sports movie and disaster movie even in the realm. So you guys left me open for a lot, but I'm interested to see where it goes because – you both are going to be able to tell us a little bit more in a second. Um, Coho definitely had disaster high on there for Coogler to direct. So high. Like, like clearly was 1-1 one, one on genre. Was 100% going to be my pick. Um, yeah. No. Um, Payson, were you considering it? Coogler already directed a disaster movie. It was called the production of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Jesus Christ. Not wrong. Man, don't miss. Yeah. Man, don't miss. Uh, Bar, you took sports baseball movie. If you would have had thought about it, how close was disaster film to being on your list? Didn't even consider it. Um, but Not I even like... if a tornado hits a baseball field, <laughs> wasn't that just X Men Three? No, that's what? oh no, that was first class. Sorry, my bad. No, that's. Have you have you won? And he drops the stadium on. You know, I'm not going to teach you fandom today. You're already in that league. You try. Um, On your faction. uh, uh, Listen, I don't manage bar and fandom. He does not ruin my record. I promise you that. (laughs) The man doesn't know eight movies. The eighth movies exist. Um, Anyways, um, but Kirk, 
surf it. Now you get to tell us something that's going to be a part of it, so go for it. Okay, um, I'm going to start with my cast. James um, Cameron is special effects. In, in these uh, in these disaster <laughs> movies, you always have like, like I said, you have star, you have up and comers, you have established stars, you have people in their prime, you have some older stars come in. It's always um, anchored though by a more veteran actor who is like kind of the, the, the star of the ensemble. Um, so I'm going to go with that. And uh, my lead is going to be Marissa Tomei. Um, she is the captain of our shuttle. Um, she is a uh, former Air Force pilot, uh, divorced mom, single mom, uh, you know, struggling, you know, kind of thinking about uh, getting back uh, with, with the husband, but also maybe having a fling on the side with one of the mill. Flight attendants on the ship, you never know. Um, and yeah, she's kind of, kind of like built herself up as like this, like, you know, this famous female pilot, like she's like the first female pilot and first female or Air Force to do a lot of things. So for the publicity, they went and found her character. And um, she's the one to kind of, you know, when things start to hit the fan, she's the one that has to keep everything together. So I thought I think she's someone who brings a lot of fun energy, but also does, hasn't done the ton dramatic when she does. I think she she really nails it. Um, so I'd like to see her do something kind of on this scale. I think that'd be pretty cool. I don't know. Somebody can correct me. There's probably 75 people that can tell me like seven movies, but where she's been like the most like out, like dominant lead in a movie, like Marissa Tomei. Like, I don't remember a movie where she's like the person to lead the cat. Not saying she can't, but I don't know of a reference point. And I don't know if I hear disaster movie. Marissa Tomei. That's a weird combo, but you have a lot to tell me to conclude the story. For me, I'd be like, how the fuck did they get Marissa Tomei to do this? But that's weird. But hey, who knows? Anybody have Marissa Tomei? Huh? No, I love Marissa Tomei. I think she's actually kind I'm of wildly injured. underrated as an actress. But um, yeah, not on my list. Solid choice, not on my list. I, I think Marissa Tomei is a very good actress. I think, yeah, Cody, you're kind of right. Like, I think she's always like a great supporting player. <laughs> did something happen in the live chat or? <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, but yeah, um, solid choice just wasn't on my radar. Coho, Marissa Tomei? Not on my radar for this, but like, yeah, okay, good pick. I guess I'm weird choice for his thing, but okay, fair, fair enough. Um, bar, yes, so you guys have like uh, full pitches. I just put these in the movie what I want to see, and then go. I don't, I don't know. I have an, I have like a concept. I don't know who Denzel's character name is, and I don't know what he did for a profession before this, but he's in this movie, and I can't wait to see him. So, just to let you know. So I'm going to go with my wild card, actually. Whoa, um, a real bat. Yep. <laughs> a real bat. Uh, it's, the, it's the bat from everyone's hero, guys. <laughs> it's the natural <laughs> bat back in the game. <laughs> um, I'm going with a cinematographer, and I'm going with Roger oh, Deakins. That's phenomenal. Can you imagine <laughs> Roger Deakins shooting a baseball movie? Can you imagine the visuals you're going to get with that? It's going to be one imagine of the most gorgeous looking that. sports films ever made. Um, yeah, co-host letting you know he did do a baseball movie. So, but, yeah. Okay, but cool. Go off. Go off. What, what was it, Trouble with the Curve? I actually do think it was Trouble with the Curve, yeah. <laughs> off the Which top of my head, I think it was either Trouble with the Curve. It looks good. Anyway. 
Um, oh, I'll look. I'll fact check. You can't hit the curveball. That's all I remember from that movie. Um, <laughs> I don't. And Matthew, who's the? Uh, never mind. I'm getting on a tangent from trouble with the curve. Um, I knew. I thought when I thought a wild card like Deacons was very hot on my list, like to see who would take Deacons because, like, I think if I pulled the random like population of this community and said, "Name a cinematographer, Deacons. Name a second. The list would like drop dramatically yeah. off. Like personally, I just don't know how many people know somebody other than me. And I think the only reason we know Deacons as well is because he missed Oscars for so long and then finally got on a run. But not saying it's not true, but like I don't know how many, like how many people really like know m- multiple cinematographers. So I think that's a one if you're going to get one. I think shooting a baseball movie sounds really sweet with his, you know cinematographer so not not a choice i would have made but i think it's a i think it's a really good one um and he did not do trouble with the curve he, he did the hurricane but that's the only sports one i can find so far what a moron coho you don't know shit. Nah, i was wrong about trouble with the curve by the way yeah <laughs> i just went with the, i was joking about trouble with the curve because i think it was <laughs> I, I could have sworn he did but i don't know how <laughs> they get deacons do trouble with the curve he's just Deacons has shot more bad movies than he has good in his life. Like, go look nope. at his filmography. <laughs> uh, anybody have Deacons on their list? Yeah, he 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 was one of the like 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 I have a definitive wild card that I am choosing. But man, we may as well just call him Andrew Shaquille O'Neal Barr because he just dunked on all of us. Like he's just taking a ball and just splashing a bucket with that choice. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna be real honest with you. Venmo wouldn't have changed it, but that phrase just really tanked your vote, and I don't even know what that is. I don't you know never heard how... the phrase dropping dimes? Aren't you a basketball? I don't know how. Ooh, not I don't I know if I would hear it come out of your mouth. Was scary enough for me. I don't uh, know if I would ever call a cinematographer the slam dunk win pick of the draft in the second round, even if it is Deacons, because like. Let's see who his actors are first. Like, who is he shooting? There's a big part to making this movie look good because Emmanuel Lebeski shot The Tree of Life and that movie's dog shit. So, I've heard that movie's amazing. <laughs> I heard it looks great. Is that not true? It looks oh, amazing, but that movie's awful. I've heard it's incredible. Okay, so my next pick is strategic but also smart. I'm taking my wild card. My film is going to be written by Aaron Sorkin with Denzel saying those lines. At that point in time, is something I've always wanted. Regardless how you feel, I'm not the over fanboy of Sorkin. I don't, you know, drink from the cup, as some would put it. Um, for me... Molly's Game, A Few Good Men, Social Network, Moneyball, uh, even Trial of Chicago 7, and Steve Jobs. I would love to see Denzel read his lines any day of the week and twice on Sunday. So what I'm building, depending on genre, I think he would just do a absolute job, and I don't want Coho 
If Koho was, I don't think he is because he got Kugler, but maybe he was. But to have Sorkin write Kugler's movie, that sounds like a disgusting combo that I don't personally want to face at this point. Or Scorsese, so I'm going to just take it. So anybody have Sorkin higher up or thought of that at all? I c- I'm not going to lie. Like, I considered him. It's not exact- He's not exactly the right fit for the thing I'm making, but, like, I want to see what Denzel reading Sorkin looks like because I think that's an incredible duo. So, like, you got a great choice there with your writers. It's not necessarily – he's not necessarily the right writer for my project, but, like, I don't think he's a bad choice by any means for any project. Okay. Solid choice. Uh, once again, I have a locked-in wild card. Um, gonna go buck wild with it, but yeah. <laughs> now I'm concerned. Add that to the list of words I really don't like you saying is buck wild. <laughs> I saw it typed earlier. I was hearing it. it really makes me uncomfortable. Um, Kirk, I, I know you're not the like stand, but thoughts. Um. Yeah. It's a good pick. I mean, I, again, we'll see where you go with it, but I mean, you got a good actor and a good writer, so you're building a good foundation wherever you go. So, um, yeah, no, uh, no complaints okay. there. Perfect. Okay, so we are going to Payson. Payson, what do you got? I'm going to be taking my actor. Um, I'm not going to be explaining the role because I'm going to leave that until I get my genre, but uh, I'm taking my actor, and that is going to be Adam Driver. Um. I don't want to tip picks, but if you go through Adam Driver's filmography and you look at the directors he has worked on over his now 12-year career, because he started acting in 2011, uh, some of the most one of the most insane lineups of directors I think you can work with. Uh, one of them is Scorsese. I can say that. Um, I I think he's easily one of the most interesting actors working today. Every choice he makes, it's it, it's something that. Whenever he's in a movie, I'm at least interested to see. Like, 65 came out earlier this year, that dinosaur movie. Bad movie. I was interested walking in because it was Adam Driver. And if you would have casted, like, Chris Pratt or, like, Sean Cusack in there, I don't think I would have been as interested. Um, But, yeah, Adam Driver is my pick. Uh, Great choice overall. I think think Driver, not the – I mean, he's in the stretch of those actors, like, best, like, working right now, currently, like, in a lot of projects. 65, like, again, I want to do a show, I want to have a show where you find out what they spent their money on, like, on these these charitable movies. Like, I don't know, he set up something financial for his future with 65 million, because he's the only person that made money on that, I guarantee it. Um, but yeah, that's a trailer movie, if you've ever seen one. Just watch the trailer, you've seen it all. But I'll tell you what he can't do, that. Um, anybody else have Driver high up on the list? Not for the thing I'm making, but fair. He's a good pick. Shut up, Chris. Selective picking, you moron. Gosh. Dude, look at his check for Rise of Skywalker. I guarantee you he's quite happy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Quite he can do whatever happy. he wants with those three movies he did. Um, no, I mean, I don't – I mean, Chris is putting us out there as a negative. I don't mind – you know, I think the, the guy takes risks. And you know he he does different things, and he's 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 an experimental actor. So um, I don't hold that against him. And uh, maybe uh, uh, 
maybe less Jedi. But no, um, I don't hold those movies against him because he's he's you know he's he's trying new things. Um, the uh, white noise he came out that was something very different. And, um, you know, some people liked it, some didn't. But it was he's great. In it. He is great in that. Oh movie. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, he is for sure. And um, sure. so yeah, I'm I'm interested to see where uh, Payson takes him. Okay. Um, okay, Coho, you got your next two. Just so I'll start with my actress. I get my actress off the board first. Um, I'll be picking Zendaya. Um, I think Zendaya is an incredibly talented actress who can do a lot of things. Uh, she's very good in dramatic work, both on TV and in film. Uh, she's very charismatic. She's also very funny. Uh, Zendaya can also uh, sing. She can dance. She's a very multi-talented actress that hasn't gotten a full spotlight on film yet. Uh, she's mostly been relegated to Euphoria, uh, but you. like, but she's really fun in the Spider-Man movies. She is really great in that awful movie Malcolm and Marie. She is great in it. Um, so she's she's a great actress that hasn't been given the vehicle, and I think you give her a great director like Ryan Coogler who can get great performances out of people, I think those two together are going to be electric. I was like, what dramatic movie role are you giving her on uh, film? But like, Dune, maybe the eight seconds she was in it? Yeah, um, fine in Dune, yeah. But like, Dune's not an actor's movie. I love that no you had to go to Malcolm and Marie. <laughs> like, she's fine. This movie's garbage, but she's no good. One- no one's acting in Dune, to be fair. Like, that's not an acting True. movie. True. True. They're standing there waiting for part two. Uh, anyways, um, uh, but I mean, up and comer, Coogler, don't know where you're going, but I, I mean, regardless what you put her in, I still think she's like, not hard, but the best Mary Jane by a large margin, yeah. like a yeah. large, large margin. Yeah. And I think. I think she has a bright future to wherever she goes. I, I mean, she got Doom. She got these other roles. Like she's, she and her. She's great in Euphoria. Of what I've heard, haven't seen it. Haven't seen an episode, but I heard she's great. So she's good. not on my list, um, but good choice. Uh, what is everybody else's thought on Zendaya? I think she's also got the one word name, which is like star power. You know, if you can rock a one word, yeah. 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 I think she's a great up-and-comer. Um, I think putting her in a starring role in a Coogler movie is definitely intriguing. Um, I do not watch uh, Euphoria. I've heard good things from Spence. I've heard bad things from Coho. So um, I guess that can tell you about that show. Um, I hate I'm Sam not- Levinson. Okay, yeah. Not not sure if Zendaya is the problem with the show, but yeah. Uh, do you think this is a solid choice? Um, yeah, I, I am also here just standing here waiting for Doom Part 2. Uh, I'm actually sitting there. You muted. Of course I am, because why wouldn't I? That's uh, my bit. Take it back. <laughs> You've been doing better on, with it. It's, it's someone else's turn. Uh, Four years. Getting better. <laughs> um, I really like her. Um, I, I think that I just need to see uh, a role where she's like easily the main focus. Um, and this could be it. Who knows? Yeah, having not seen Euphoria, um, I haven't been super impressed by Zendaya yet. Um, I think she has potential, but I think she still has a little bit of the stink of the, of the Disney Channel on her. And that may be my personal bias because my daughter watched that show a lot. 
Um, but so it's hard for me to get that out of my head. But I mean, she, I mean, she, she could be some, like, I don't think she's as great as everybody else says she is now. You know, she may be in five or 10 years, but I don't think she's there yet. Kirk loves to take down up and coming actresses like Zendaya and Florence Pugh. He's like, no, he comes in with the Kirk hammer. It's awesome. Gotta prove himself. I don't want to hear the phrase Kirk hammer again. Okay. Please. I'm done with that. Too. It's an actual weapon um, from Blood. Um. Okay. Uh Coho, what's your next pick? So I'm going to pick the actor that she is going to be playing off of in this movie. Is another incredibly talented human being, multifaceted, can also act, uh, dance, and sing. Uh, is also a great writer, who, which would be something that I would uh, expect him to aid in, uh, in this movie. Uh, and that is Donald Glover. Um, I'm going to put Donald Glover and Zendaya uh, with Ryan Coogler behind the helm. I don't want to go too much into my idea because that would reveal the Latinx two picks. Um, but yes, I think that this this team uh, is something super interesting to watch. So, oh yeah, I'm Donald Glover. Great choice, great up and coming actor. Like he's been around for a while now, but I. What was his last big movie role? Like big, like how big are we talking about? Because he's... I mean, lead. He's been busy with Atlanta. Yeah, so I don't know how that translates, but I mean, it tells you you got two more things to finish out your story. I think you have a great like. I guess he did lead that Amazon movie Guava Island that he helped make. So. Um, yeah, and then there, I think Homecoming maybe either that or the market. I think what you've built is. I think what you've built is a lot of not fully like I wouldn't say not experience, but not enough like credits out there. So you're not selling it on like TV actors like names right there because like Zendaya is in Spider Man, but Euphoria if you gauge the general public, um, Atlanta for him, Coogler has been in the IP so. If you're going to go off that, it's interesting where you're going. I don't know fully where that is, but um, I don't think any Everybody else on I think I know what – I have a, a loose idea of what Coho is going for. Um, so far, it's interesting. Yes, yeah, kind of starting to take shape in my mind, too. Um, I'll see if it goes the way I'm thinking. Um, Glover's good. Um, he's funny. Um, he could definitely do comedy. Um, I have again. I, I don't watch TV, so I haven't seen Atlanta. I hear he's really good in that. So I mean, he's somebody who definitely seems like he's going to have the chops. Um, so I'm willing to give him a shot here. I have seen Atlanta, and I think this is an excellent choice. I think Glover is one of the most like, as Coho said, just all around talented people in Hollywood right now. And like, he doesn't have like the like filmography of. Um, Oh, are we looking at Coho just eating the Del Taco? Oh, <laughs> no, that's a Kudoba. That's a Kudoba right there. Oh, Kudoba. Dude Doba. cammed off to clean up shit. How is it a slop taco? Yeah, Glover. Glover has always been known for making like very interesting choices <laughs> in uh, in his career. Like he left the first few. Ooh, look at Coho eating that Kudoba. Yeah. <laughs> It's the no. head shake. It's the head shake because he goes in for that long. He held that for way too long. I was very <laughs> Okay. 
yeah, great choice. Payson, what is your choice? Uh, I'm going to be taking the actress who will be working off of um, off of Adam Driver. Uh, I'm taking either the my favorite or second favorite actress working right now, and I'm taking Tilda Swinton. Uh, Tilda Swinton, um, I think, like Cody said with Denzel, someone who can um, who can who always elevates the material uh, there Denzel is in. I think Tilda Swinton always elevates. The material she is in, she makes the most out of every single role I've ever seen her in. I've never not liked Tilda Swinton uh, in a movie. She has never worked with Martin Scorsese, and the role I have planned for her, um, I think, is gonna gonna turn some heads in the in the film over fan verse thing. Um, your movie's gonna be weird. Scorsese's, yeah, I don't know if Scorsese can handle these two weirdos like in there, like Ready. especially Tilda Swinton. I think she's good. She's it's a bad rap, but every time Tilda Swinton shows up, I'm, I kind of do the uh, yeah, okay. I she's not my she's not my actress. She does some weird things, so weird movie choices. So like that's just like I mean, she's a huge Wes Anderson, like, right? Am I wrong? Or is she, she been in Wes been Anderson? In a she's yeah, been... like, she's just, she's a great character act. Like, that kind of work, I think it would be fine. I just, you're putting Scorsese with that. I would love to see Driver back. I don't know about this one. But I mean, female actress, you can't, no, you can't say she's bad. Like, that's the thing. So she's, she's good at what she does. Um, uh, Taco John's down. Uh, Tilda Swinton, any hot? Was it hot on your list? Uh, not for what I'm going for, even though I do love her as an actress. Yeah, she's great, and I'm excited to see her work with this movie. And her and Driver have been in movies already together, so I think they already have some pretty good chemistry. Um, okay, so it's my pick. Um, it will make more sense after this, but I can't draft the genre now because the two people in front of me already have the genre picks. It's called strategy. People need to learn it. Um, I'm doing Fincher. Taking David Fincher. I'm putting Fincher in with Sorkin again. I think they're a great team. I think they'll work and especially the story that I'm about to tell I think is even better. So I want Fincher. I want Denzel and I want and another director that I think would kill to have. Oh, what? I think I might know what, what you're doing, and yeah, maybe. So again, this isn't a full fleshed out plot. This is just this. What's available and coming to me is basically what's happening. So, but yeah, I think I've said this numerous times. I think Fincher is probably the most like bored making films ever. I think it's like effortless for him what he's able to do and achieve in film. Like there are some few that are not as great, but I think he is so good at creating tension and throughout his movies. And to have him with dial with somebody writing the dialogue and he's able to direct it where it goes, I think it's just um unbelievable. He made the Facebook movie like like say what you will, but that's like great. So um what's everybody laughing at? No, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah that's my choice um everybody else on david fincher uh he was go ahead 
he wasn't my only choice for director, but he was my first choice for director. So he's going to put right, Fincher in a baseball movie. Is somebody going to die? <laughs> um, I like it. Steroids killed somebody. I like it. Um, everybody else on Fincher. Barr is going to be directing uh, his baseball movie. It's going to be The Natural, but it's going to only be like the first part of The Natural where Barbara Hershey's just going around, just killing Ask Jim Green right. about that. Ask Jim Green about that. It's the as he's ever been at a trivia question on the entire life. <laughs> oh, you mean that plot that doesn't matter at all throughout the entire thing, The Natural? Barr's just going to make his whole movie around that character. But no, uh, I, I I think Fincher and Sorkin is always it, it it's obviously an incredible pairing. Um, Fincher is the only one that I think can can rein Sorkin in the best out of any director. Um, famously, Steve Jobs was going to be directed by David Fincher. Um, Steve Jobs is a four and a half star movie. If it was directed by Fincher, it may have been a five star movie. So who knows? Yeah. Across... Steve Jobs today to hear my thoughts on that. And if it went across the Spider Verse, it would be five stars. Can you imagine if that happened at the end of Steve Jobs if he just went across the Spider-Verse? I just think every if you want to like be well received in anything, just tack on 30 seconds of your end of the movie where your characters enter the Spider-Verse. Or or you just have like 15 versions of that character. Like all the ultimate reality jobs. Ashton Kutcher shows up. Ashton Kutcher comes face to face with Michael Fassbender. <laughs> Everybody's braids are melting. Oh, okay. Kirk, anything on Fincher? Coho, anything on Fincher? Great pick. Um, yeah, I mean, again, you're 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 kind of lining up a murderer's row here. Um, really can't miss with these three. So yeah, good job. Um, okay. Um. Do you have anything on Fincher Co? Taco Jones. <laughs> Taco. Um, bar. Um, so I'm gonna go with actor. Uh and uh to play my uh baseball, baseball player, player in the middle of a psychological struggle, I'm gonna pick Daniel Kaluuya. Um I think the idea of Daniel Kaluuya playing a baseball player, I think just makes a lot of sense in my head because he can play people with like that drive and a competitive edge. Um, but I also think that he has the dramatic chops to play someone who is dealing with uh, early onset dementia um, and uh, trying to finish out the season and win the World Series. So... <laughs> This man's getting dementia at 34 Downer. years old. Early onset. I didn't mean to laugh at dementia. I was laughing at Cody's reaction. I was laughing at I, Cody's I, I'm sorry. I thought Barr, I thought, had a strategy going into this. This has blown my mind altogether. Like, he goes up there and for, thinks he's playing, like, he forgets he's playing baseball. Like, that's a wild story. I, sure. Count me in. Like, that's a depressing flipping movie. Because like he wins the World Series and dies at the end, like what's happening? Like that's crazy. Um, you're kind of doing like Mister Three Thousand with Bernie Mac, but like, uh, <laughs> that's not the same thing. I mean, yeah, he doesn't have dementia, but he goes back and he's old and he's got to play baseball. He's not, like, 
Yeah, yours is comedy, not comedy. If you're not watching Mister Three Thousand for your Three Thousand movie, you're 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 doing it wrong. That's great. And That's we'll great. Let, we'll let the uh, the people decide. These people decided that the Spider Verse is four point seven on Letterboxd, and you're right. letting them decide your Three Thousand. I made a huge mistake. <laughs> Uh, anybody else thinking about Daniel Kaluuya um, as a baseball player or as a as your actor of your movie? I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't have given him dementia if I did. This is this is a downer. Jeez, loving me out. I no wonder I he wanted no wonder he wanted Fincher. <laughs> that's the person. Yep, that's the person. Oh, what were you gonna I, say? I considered him. Um, I, I no, ultimately why not Kaluuya over you'll see Glover. you'll see what I'm about to do. But uh, the reason why I didn't is because I think there's an element that Kaluuya can't bring to the story I want to do. Well, you said singing and dancing. I bet we're about to go down some musical. Kaluuya, uh, Kluger. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not making that joke. Okay, go ahead. Um, all right. Anybody else? Cool. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, Kaluuya's great in Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I'm sure he'll be great here. Um, Is he in that movie? Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's Spider-Punk. Mm. Honestly, what if Barr's movie is just Daniel Kaluuya across the baseball verse and he ends up teaming up with a bunch of baseball players throughout history? Oh. Wow. Him and Chadwick Boseman just so boom. That movie would be better. Well, wow. Hey, Paul Walker's going to be in fucking Fast 11. Like, what? Um, what? Yeah, man. Bringing him back. What'd you say? Why? <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm watching Rogue One. I'm halfway through Rogue One again. Parking just scares the Thank you, Patrick. It's the scariest effect in all of Star Wars is Tarkin showing up. Yeah, Tarkin's scary in the original. He shows up flipping animated. <laughs> that thing can go through walls now. Um, okay. Uh... Kirk. Wait okay, on. yeah, I'm going to go with my actor, uh, my male lead for the movie. Um, I'm going to go. This character is kind. Of, this is the um, the owner of the ship. This is kind of like the Richard Branson, Elon Musk stand-in. Um, so uh, I, my, I'm casting this role is uh, Paul Giamatti. Uh, nice. I'm bringing him to play this part. Um, I think he's he's a fantastic actor. I think he can play like the like the uppity a hole really good. I think he plays somebody who kind of just loses cool and um, you know kind of just loses crap. I think he's one of the best at that. So I think the kind of range he needs is exactly what I need for this, this character. He's not going to be the villain of the movie. Like he's not going to be somebody who's set out to cause problems. But he, it's going to be the situation where you know his ego and his hubris is kind of you know the thing that's causing the problem and uh, exacerbating it as the movie goes on. And he and um, the, the 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 pilot character are going to have to kind of work together. She's going to like drive. A big part of her role is going to be like drive him to like realize what he's doing, get him turned around, and get him doing the right thing so she can save everybody. So I think the two of them again. Uh, two. Uh, I'll talk about my director in a second. I think we'll bring this together well. Um, but I think it's a, a good lead for again a big uh, two good leads for a big ensemble cast. Two people that play panicky people really well, just in the same like thing. That that would be interesting. I don't know. It's a, it's a disaster. So you got a perfect combo there. I think I think movies improve when you add Paul Giamatti, except one time off record, like when he was rushing and in a rhino suit. But over that, like 
you add him, he moves the needle. So I'm I'm a big fan of Paul Giamatti. So um, not as much as some people, but you know everybody else. How close was Paul Giamatti to making your guys' list? Well, you guys already took the Driver. I took Denzel. You took Donald Glover. You took Kaluuya to play dementia baseball. Um, how close? Any thoughts? I mean, you got a big field draft. One actor, it's going to be hard that anybody have this on their list. So. If I if I, I couldn't did. if I couldn't get one of my performers, I would have chosen Giamatti. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I think Giamatti is excellent. Um, I I think he um, oh bye Koho. I think he makes like Cody said most movies that he's in better. I think he's one of the best like supporting actors we have today. I will say it is funny that Kirk was talking he would be playing the Elon Musk type, considering he very much raged against Glass Onion for having an Elon Musk type. So it's kind of funny that Kirk is now just putting oh. one of those quotes in his movies. So and like, you all okay. ate that up. You all ate it up. My movie's going to grow to You're right. You're right. Yeah. Million. This ain't going on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Oh, fair. Fair. <laughs> Seven. Should. Glass Onion was great. Um, okay. Coho, uh, you have any thoughts on Giamatti? Uh, he's great. I think Giamatti sells me a little bit more on your idea, um, but I just don't. I'm not fully sold on your idea yet, so. No. It could be a disaster of a film. Am I right? Okay, uh, I'll see myself. Oh, you're going to boo me? You're going to boo me? Listen, I edited yeah. some matches that you posted. I can boo you all day. Um, uh, Kirk, next pick. Okay, um, I'm going to go with my director. Uh, I need a director to kind of pull this whole thing together and somebody I think who doesn't hasn't directed a ton of movies, but I think what he has done is uh, works really well for what I'm trying to do. Uh, my director is Drew Goddard. Um, I think he's somebody who does really great uh, ensemble pieces. Uh, Cabin in the Woods, Bedtimes of Royale, um, both brought together uh, big, bigger casts and uh, kind of had them all work together really well. Uh, I think he does in... Um, in uh, Kevin the Woods, there's some irony and there's some you know humor there and some parody, uh, which this movie's going to touch on. He's going to really want to thread the needle here. I don't want it to be a complete joke, um, but it's you know it's it's, it's going to take itself seriously, but not too seriously. So I think that's going to be the, uh, the, the 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 trick here, and I think God is going to do a great job. I think he does a really you know you know you guys kind of talked about my the actors I picked um, unconventional picks. I think you know if you look at Bad Times El Royale, a lot of uh, desperate act, desperate actors from like different genres, um, different backgrounds, uh, different roles you should see them play. And I think he brought them all together really well and got the best out of them. Um, so I think he is the guy to kind of put a nice little bow on this and make the whole thing work. Yeah, I mean, similar to Coho, a little bit less movies, but I think the two movies he's directed are probably like some of the most unique movies. So, like, with Cabin in the Woods, with um, Bad Times, like, I'm intrigued to see what he would do next, to be honest with you. Like, even just on name value alone, because he's only directed two films, but if they said, oh, he's directing this movie and it's starring Paul Giamatti, Disaster Movie, and Marissa Tomei, I'm like, I'm in. Because you read the cast list of Bad Times and you're like, what? Like, are we sure about this? And like, like, not that it wouldn't work, but you're like, okay, these are some names that are just interesting to be in a movie. Same thing with Cabin in the Woods. You hear the concept of that and you're like, 
okay, sure, give me a shot. So, hey, I think your director just sold it a little bit closer to me than your actors and actress did. But, like, him behind the realm, I think he can get stuff out of some some people. So, good choice. Um, everybody else's thoughts? He's an incredibly interesting filmmaker. I know he's only done two movies, but I, I think this sounds like an interesting choice. Uh, a disaster movie in 2023 directed by a really talented director. Sure. Does he have anything coming out soon? I'm going to check. Yeah, that's what I was like. Um, he also wrote some really good movies too, like of your kind of thing, like Cloverfield and Martian. Like that's some like interesting choices. Like I, World War Z, I think too he wrote, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but like overall, like a lot of people wrote World War Z. That him or was that Lindelof? I feel like Lindelof. Well, he's on the list. Yeah, they brought him in to write the third act because you know how good Lindelof is at endings. Hey. He's got anything, but he's not direct. Not that I see he's directing. Yeah, he's screenplays by a lot, but not directing. So interesting. Um, okay, uh, Bar, did you have anything? Uh, no, uh, great director. I, I'd love to see more of his work. Um, probably should have been considered by me, but I just didn't think of him. You brought it up now, back to me. I need to go. Watch, I need to rewatch Bad Times again. I want to watch that movie again. Um, Okay, Bar, what's your next pick? Who's the wife he's forgetting? I don't know if I want to go with that first or go with director first. Mm. Yeah. Can't teach you strategy, but... Right. Um, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to save director for last. Um, I'm going to go with Janelle Monet. Um, I believe that... So what I have her playing is uh, one of the uh, sports medicine physicians that uh, on the team um, who he develops a relationship with before the uh, onset, early on, the dementia starts oh. uh, forming. Uh, That's an HR nightmare. Oh, <laughs> you're creating HR problems. All right, let's do this. Um, but I think that Janelle Monae is a uh, a very talented actress who has slowly started to get more recognition uh, for her talents in the field. Um, and I would love to see her take on uh, a role just like this. Yeah. Um... Has she, Janelle Monet, how many movies has she done? She Not did a lot. Um, Moonlight, Glass Onion, Hidden Figures. Figures, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was trying to put. No, I think, I mean, what you're setting up, I think your director is more important than ever at this point in time of what yeah. you've pitched. Like, baseball, Deacons is doing the cinematography for it. Um, he's got dementia. He's going for the World Series. He's in love with Janelle Monáe. Mm -hmm. You could fall off a fucking cliff. If you get the I could. Director. I very well could. So good luck with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, what you're selling on me, if anything, if I read the synopsis of young player or aging player gets early set on dementia on championship goals, like – I'm watching it. I'm going to watch it. I don't know if I'd love it, but this could be like a 
what were they thinking? Um, and he but, falls in love with his medical doctor. <laughs> like, yeah. Dude, I got dementia. I love you. What? Um, <laughs> wild. Like, he doesn't even know if he's... <laughs> this is horrible. This is horrible. Dude, this is 50 first dates. This is wild. I remember they walked in and goes, we're in love. No, we're not. Um, but whatever. Uh, uh, everybody else's thoughts on Janelle Monáe, not the movie that I'm pitching for bar. She's a really great actress. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen her in a ton of stuff, but whenever she pops up, I think she's really good. I did not hear, I did not watch that Antebellum movie that came out during COVID, uh, mainly because I looked up the twist of that movie, and oh boy, that movie sounds wild. If, 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 if you want to laugh, look at the twist for Antebellum. Uh, insanity, that movie seems like. Um, yeah, I think she's a good actress. I think Barr's movie just got even heavier because I think she's kind of a uh, actress who brings a lot of seriousness, a lot of like gravitas to her roles. Um, so gravitas. I don't see this as like, oh, there's going to be like a nice light, you know, uh, a, a romance to lighten the mood at all. I think this is a, the movie just got a lot more heavy. So we'll see how it goes. Okay, um, my turn. Um, Tilda Swinton for Payson, uh, Zendaya for right for yep. you, Coho, in front of me, just making sure. Uh, so I'm picking my genre. I'm picking a thriller. Picking a thriller. Um, more like not like a action thriller, but like a psychological kind of thriller, like a intrigue thriller um, with Denzel, and there'll be a high point, but I think with Fincher, Sorkin, Denzel, Thriller, I'm in at Denzel. I'm even more in now because I think what who I have to pair him with will set this into a direction that I'm really like uh, digging, and they should make this movie. Um, everybody on the thought of a Thriller. Directed by think Fincher? You, what? You crazy. You crazy. I almost did the basic, like, one that's the fifty percent of movies, but like obvious. So I just like left that alone and just said thriller. So, yeah. so, so Fincher, Fincher can obviously do a great fin- thriller. Thinking about what Sorkin has done, ha- I'm not sure if Sorkin can tackle a thriller. But again, like I, I don't find a rando, a journalist going up to going up to a rando on a plane bragging about killing Osama bin Laden. As, as thrilling as Aaron Sorkin thinks it was, but hey, I think where my direction is like a thriller is more like intrigue where it comes into it, like not like not as much as like as I'm not going as dark as Fincher normally goes in some of his things, and that's where I think Sorkin's dialogue to get to it um, would be the intrigue for Cody Barr. It's kind of like how The Departed is a thriller, correct? It's absolutely a thriller. What are we like? Still, one of my favorite YLS moments of all time. What? <laughs> when Barr put The Departed as his favorite thriller of all time, and Boat had a conniption. I mean, it's a thriller. <laughs> Barr gets mad. Uh, Bowman gets mad when he goes to the pudding hall, and they have they they are out of the line. Jill, my stomach is going on. It's here every week. Um, but um, anybody on Thriller? Thoughts? Anybody think yeah. about taking Thriller? 
I mean, you're you're build, building a good lineup here, but I think you're it's getting to the point where like I feel like I've seen this move. So oh. I'm, I'm hoping you put a little twist on it at the end here. Give me something a little different because it's going to be good. Um, but I'm not hearing anything um, like that. I, I haven't kind of seen before. Yeah, sure. You know, sometimes you know, I've had a steak a lot of times in my life, but a good steak is still a steak. You know what I'm saying? I don't need it to. You you come in me and you say, "Ooh, I put this special stuff on." Why the fuck you mess up my steak? Like it was good as it was, and you put some shit on it now, and you charge me eighty dollars for it. Like the fuck are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Um, all right, Payson, what do you have left? Does Cole want to talk or? Oh, Cole uh, stuffed on. So top I I like Sorkin's dialogue for a thriller. I don't like his plotting for a thriller because I don't think Mouse is particularly good. But, um, you don't like what? What did you say? I don't I don't like how he plot I don't think I don't like how he plotted Malice, like how he built the story for Malice. Um, which is the only out and out thriller he's ever done. So he would have to convince me in how he could build the structure of a thriller again. Then again, he wasn't the only one working on Malice, so that could be Scott Frank, who's also a very talented writer, who We're didn't do well on that one. So I don't know, he could. Okay. Payson. Yes. So I'm going to be going with my genre next. Um, tipping my head a little, uh, Scorsese has already announced that uh, what he wants to do for his next film. And you know what? It sounds awesome with this cast. Uh, we're doing a religious epic, guys. Uh, Scorsese has already directed the greatest movie about Jesus. Uh, he wants to do it again. Let's let him do it. Uh, we're going to be casting Adam Driver as Jesus. I have a question. Did Martin Scorsese direct God's Not Dead? Uh, God's Not Dead is bad. Sorry to let you know. God's Not Dead makes The Last Temptation of Christ look like The Room, sir. Uh, I wish I could have been Kevin Sorbo at the end of that movie. Just What did you just say? <laughs> God's Not Dead Boot makes him. The Last Temptation of Christ look like The Room. Get rid of him! I think I mean, in God's Not Dead, there's a character at the end that gets hit by a car. Yeah, Kevin Sorbo, he gets hit by a car, does three rotations in the sky. I hope you I hope that happens in New York. Just yeah. Um so Adam Driver's uh, gonna be Jesus. Jesus. Tilda Swinton is gonna be Satan. Martin Scorsese directing another religious epic with Adam Driver as Jesus. Tilda Swinton is Satan. You think that uh the world might be coming to an end, but wait until my wild card. So you already lost me with Tilda Swinton, to be honest with you. You just did. But I I mean, I've seen him tackle religion. I think he does a really good job. I don't want to see him go back to that well. I know he wants to, like, sure, if he does. But, like, oh, your wild card may just blow everything out of this water and, like, make it great. But I don't know. Not my cup of tea, personally. We'll see. But everybody else's thoughts on Satan Tilda Swinton. <laughs> Jeez, I'll, go, so I'll, I'll go last. Coho. Uh, Listen, uh, religious epics, Scorsese, those two playing those parts, good, good call. Good, good call. Um, I, I I, was kidding about the God's Not Dead thing. The Last of the History of Christ is great. Uh, but silence is better. Um, but... Uh, I mean, yeah. Between the two, by a lot. Um, so he made the two best. Really. I don't know. Do I need to see? Here's my question. Do I really need to see Scorsese 
make The Last Temptation of Christ again with Adam Driver? Are we just going to do a whole movie that's the last 45 minutes of The Last Temptation of Christ? Like, eh. I don't need to see him do it again. I've seen this movie already. At default, it was great. Fuck wild. Jesus across the Spider-Verse. It's gonna be a whole no. is in the third act. You get Caviezel, you get Defoe, you get Phoenix, you get McGregor. Let's go. The guy from Jesus Christ Superstar. Yo. Um, I'm just yeah, like I definitely interested to hear what this wild card is because I'm hearing the last temptation of Christ so far. So um i love this i think it's a really cool idea um uh, I, of course I, I, <laughs> scorsese's good I, I i'm a big jesus guy i'm a big fan of jesus i think driver's gonna be <laughs> very well and um I, i'd love to see his take on that and swinton is the devil is gonna be really great i think she is uh like the best Kathy um, walks in. I, I think i think I mean, she was great. She's probably the best part of that Constantine movie where she plays Gabriel the Fallen Angel. So, I mean, more of that and her a little older and more experienced. Um, I think it's going to be good. Now, we are, I mean, we are treading Last Temptation of Christ territory because it's like if the devil's going to be there, it's going to be hard to come up with a different storyline. Um, but I don't love The Last Temptation of Christ. So, if we're going to redo that and do it better, that'll be cool. And can't wait to see what the wild card is. All right, Coho. You get to close out your draft, but what's your right. first? Um, so my genre uh, was musical. Uh, clearly, <laughs> clearly, uh, Zendaya and Don Glover both great singers. I want to do a different kind of musical. Um, I want to kind of take the archetypical man finds young talented person story and do something different with it. Um, I think Donald Glover getting to be a bit of an antagonistic bad guy would be really cool. Um, I think getting to see Glover uh, get to do his Childish Gambino thing on film would be great. Like, actually get to make Childish Gambino music. Um, I get thinking to see Zendaya be a part of that would be awesome. I think Kugler, who has written music and directed music really well in all of his movies, uh, getting to do a movie about music would be really kinetic and really cool. Um, a lot of Black Panther is set to that soundtrack so integrally. I'd like to see him actually just make a musical. Um, I think he'd be really great at it. Um, yeah, I think that seeing this team on a musical is something that we haven't seen any of them really like guava island but like that's really a music video that's an hour and 30 minutes long but like i'd love to see all three of them actually tackle a musical i don't know like personally yeah i know what your wild card is if it's not your wild card like i'm gonna be blown away yeah same same. But my thing is, like, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, have you released like the plot of your movie yet? Mm-mm. Okay, I don't know. Uh, sure. Uh, you lost me when you made it musical. That's my personal opinion. Because I don't know if Kugler has like. I don't know if a musical. Is, I mean, like, all of the scenes in Sally. Creed and Black Panther that are set to music are like. Basically, musical filmmakers. That's not a musical at all. No, but he can do musicals through like action. Like he's real. If you're good at action, you can typically that's do musical numbers. That's that. That's a wild improv. Okay, cool. Um, I get what he's saying. I know, but I don't like. 
He also thinks La La Land's a good musical. So it's a great musical. It's not um, tone deaf. Um, everybody else. I think this sounds interesting. Um, I fear what Coho is going to take for the wild card because I feel like if it's what I if he doesn't, he's a he's a complete he's a complete shell of who he is. Like if he does, I I think I'm going to roll my eyes a little because um. Well, shut the fuck up. There's a certain movie that has that guy uh worked on it in theaters right now, and that movie was not great. So uh, we'll 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 see what happens. Uh, I mean, I'm having trouble picturing it to be honest. Um, I don't, because uh, again, the only music I know Zendaya from is like Disney Channel music, and I don't know what she can do beyond that. Oh, she was in what's it called, Great Showman, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, she's already that. So maybe I don't know. Um, she has her own solo career, also musically. Like she's great. Blending those great styles singer. will be interesting with Kugler. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, well I'll, I mean, I'd, 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 probably, I'd probably go see this, but I would, my expectations would not be super high. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I cannot wait to uh, have Coho pick the uh, the songs and the music to be written by the guys who made Next to Normal. Okay, Coho. I think. Payson has it written down. Let's see if you advert. I'm picking. No, I'm not picking Landon Wilmer out of fuck off. That's not the pick. No, he's not my music. He's not writing the music. Um, my wild card, in fact, actually is James Samuel is going to do the music. Uh, if you don't know who that is, that is the guy who did the music, the writing, uh, and the production of The Harder They Fall. Um, he is also the producer of most of Jay Z's music. Um, he wrote Guns Go Bang, which was the original song contender. He is a songwriter first and foremost. He makes really great rap music and R&B music. Um, he's produced and worked with great R&B singers like SZA and uh, Jasmine Sullivan, who are people that I would hope to be in there as part of the ensemble cast. Um, oh, if, if you... Man. Fuck you. Uh, if you look at the music that the Bullets uh, make, that the Bullets makes, uh, he is an incredibly bombastic but interesting producer musically he makes really great sounding music uh the harder they fall that's probably one of my favorite elements is the music both in score and soundtrack and he made every piece of music you hear in the movie um i'm i'm certain you probably hear some other you know kendrick and jay-z collaborators because those are his two that work on all of his movies with him and stories with him um but no i think i'm picking james samuel to write the music for this one it'd be great So, question: Who writes uh, Glover's music currently? Uh, it's him and Ludwig Granson are the two that usually make his music. So you're putting somebody else to do the song, but you want Childish Gambino to like do it on the spot? I mean, yes, because Ludwig and Childish Gambino don't work together anymore. I know, but what, but yeah, but wouldn't that throw off? Of, you said you wanted to do it in the movie, so you're taking away what made him successful and good. By giving him somebody else to do this music. His last album was his highest selling and Ludwig didn't make it. What does that matter? I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you're picking somebody else. Did this guy make his last album? No. Then what, what, are, we, what are you talking about? Because this guy makes incredibly great music for other incredibly successful people. And Gambino is the most successful artist in the world who would fit right into the style. They have the well, same right. style. What makes Gambino is his influence in his music, correct? Correct, and his music style influence didn't change when Ludwig left. Ludwig wasn't the style, Gambino's he the style. He still wrote. 
Ludwig produced the music. Charles Gambino wrote the songs. But the music is Charles Gambino. Here? Ludwig just moved dials on a, on the fucking keyboard. That's all he I'm did. Not, I'm not saying that, but you're talking. You're picking this guy to write the music. Yes, because Charles Gambino fits right into James Samuel's style. They just haven't had a chance to work together yet. They have the same style. Thing is trash pick. Thing is trash pick. You, you don't know what music is. Self-proclaimed, you and Payson could go off and make a music show together, and it would be as good as me making a movie show. What? What? I'm self diss They're rare. <laughs> you just diss filmography. Ooh, self Yes, I, I, I dissed everything I've done. I, I don't know what I don't know what that meant. But I'm saying neither of you know what a music note is. You don't understand music, you. so who cares neither, what your thought is? Neither do you. You're in the orcs. Calm down, sir. <laughs> I've sold more records than you. So there you go. Well, yeah, and so has William Hung, but doesn't mean that they're an artist. Like, let's relax, sir. Like, no, I was good heavens. Just because you know, just because you know what notes are, doesn't mean you know how to put it out there. Calm down. Anyways. I think it's a bad choice. I think it's a bad choice. You're changing. You want Charles, yeah, Charles yeah, yeah. Gambino, and then you're also like, I'm not going to let him write. I'm going to let this other person write. He's writing. Because he's, he's wrote it. No, you don't. Incorrect. I said that when I picked him. I no. said he helped write the shit. No, incorrect. Wrong. Um, so I'm not blowing two picks on the same guy working on the same movie. Bad choice. Coming on Tuesday, uh, me and Payson discuss music. Um, <laughs> It'll be as good as call it Musicography. So join us. Um, <laughs> Discography. Discography. Uh, whatever. Uh, no, don't, I'm going to keep it as badly as the first one. Um, uh, and for the first 30 minutes, I'll just stand yeah. and, talk, and talk down my book. OJ uh, Simpson knows notes. murder better than Cody. Oh. It's a fact. <laughs> Correct. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. He got to quit it. Legal system. Anyways, anybody else know anything about this and think this is a good pick, or did he just ruin it for everybody? He ruined it for me. Um... I'm I'm not completely sold on this yet, but I'm super curious about it. Well, he has no more it. things to pitch you on. So if you're not sold on it, you're screwed. He's out. I do like the original songs from The Harder They Fall a lot. Uh, I think the one that Zazie Beetz sings uh, at the at, at her saloon is actually like super cool. Um, so I'm definitely interested in this idea. Yeah, I still have a lot of questions. I like, uh, I mean, I, I, I like the music from The Heart of They Fall, but it's very, like, specific to, like, it's it's specified to that genre. So, like, I want to, like, I don't know what this movie's about. Like, is it going to be, like, if it's just, a, like, a, 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 you know, like, rags to riches, coming to fame kind of story. Um, I don't know if it'll, that story will adapt to this music. Maybe it will. I don't know. Like I said, I still got a lot of question mark. Even after I think it fits this music better than I am. You're in the uh, Shut up. I'll anyone, uh, all DJs are the same. Anyone can be a DJ if they have a laptop. Caleb Coho, 2023. And anybody that makes music, they just sit there and push key the dial so they don't do anything. Well, there's the producer. He runs the dials. He doesn't make the music. That, that means nothing. If you do that, you're trash. You, you may have no business in music. Um, I'm just saying he didn't influence the music that much, guys. Like, it's, I mean, he's, he's, got got credit, he's got credit for it. Uh, yeah, and Michael Bay has credit on movies that he did. Spielberg has credit on the Transformers. Like, it didn't mean he didn't work on the Transformers at all. I, I looked up who wrote it. Sorry. He, oh, yes. <laughs> okay, people have uh, have songwriting credits on these songs who weren't even in the studio. 
I got this. I got this. I, okay, here's a question for Coho. Aren't you the producer of YLS? How much credit do you take for YLS? None. It's Cody's show. I just press the buttons. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you've asked me, it's always been 50-50. But um, until he quit six months ago. Anyways, um, <laughs> then it went 100% uh, Okay. Uh, he made graphics. Okay, Payson. Close out your movie because this is going to be the wild card. I okay. almost just want to save your wild card to the very end because I think no yeah, one else will do. take it. You want to? We can yeah. do that. I'm willing Let's to. Let's just take yeah. it. Let's just take it. We'll save yours to the very end because yours is know. the most unprecedented. Wait, unprecedented. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Have Kirk hey, and Bart Kirk, take it Kirk, I got seven more episodes. What are you going to do? Cancel the show? I, I have not pacing, but I can almost guarantee you my like with. Absolute certainty, yeah. my wild card. Well, hold on, Kirk. Are your reasoning is because you picked the end to close out the draft, so you have the best like you can pitch it at the very end? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. No, he no. I'm I'm saying if Payson wants to go last, he can because if if he if he takes my wild card, that's a real wild card. But I don't think it's going to be what he's okay. I'm good. Um, okay, so my I have the actress left. Uh, I'm going to pick Tessa Thompson. Um, okay, as the female lead. Um, a strange father-daughter relationship um, is how I foresee it happening. Who God knows, because I'm not a pitch. I don't pitch these things. If you've ever watched um, debate, this is the round that I lose. Um, but I think a strange daughter relationship. Um, some of his father's past in like gets involved with Tessa Thompson. And having to figure out that relationship and get without of harm's way in that situation. Not overaction, not equalizer, nothing like that. But I figure like he had some struggles in his past that shows up why he's trying to fix this relationship with his daughter. I think it's interesting. I think Tessa Thompson is absolutely an incredible actress working. I would love to see her in uh, more movies. And I think she would only shine even brighter next to Denzel. And everything, and I think that relationship with dialogue would work really well. So that's my overall pitch for the movie. I think this sounds really good. Um, no, no, you first. Okay, yeah, no, I, I, I think this sounds really good. I think now that we have all the pieces together, Fincher, Fincher directing, um, uh, Sorkin uh, writing, uh, I think Thompson playing the daughter of Denzel, I think is could I real quick, could I just ask, who is the lead? Who 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 do you think is the lead of your movie? Is it Denzel or is it Tessa Thompson? Uh prob probably Denzel. Okay, I mean fair. I don't fully I could see it flipping, but yeah, Denzel probably. I, I, I really think the only doubt I have in your movie is I I've never seen Sorkin do like a thriller to this level. But at the end of the day, Sorkin's a great writer. I'm I'm obviously gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see all of these movies. I'm a whore, so yeah. <laughs> Sixty-five, so yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, I, 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 I. Yeah, I will be in line for this first day. It may. I mean, it could be you know a, a run-of-the-mill kind of thing, but it could be great. Uh, I, I love Denzel and that father figure role, like he does in the in the Equalizer movies, like the stages career. I think he's really good at that, and I think I could see him and Tessa Thompson have some really strong chemistry. So, um, yeah, I think this would be a good movie. Um, yeah, Tessa Thompson is someone I really like, and I don't. I mean, she she. I mean, you worked with her too, so didn't you? 
I, I, I have. I have. Um, she's a good woman. Uh, very sweet. Um, <laughs> very nice. Um, a good woman. But, yeah, no. Good <laughs> woman. Good, good woman. Um, <laughs> I knew as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, that's going to get. What? <laughs> yep. Any thoughts on Tessa Thompson? Fine. <laughs> like I, I thought about Tessa Thompson for mine too, but I wanted to go in a different direction because I know Tessa Thompson's worked with Kugler before. I was like, I want to just brand her a little differently. Yeah, she has like more movie experience than your actress. That's fair. Oh, yeah, I get it. My uh, my actress is a more talented singer. So there you go. You wanted you want you wanted to create. Well, that doesn't matter. La La Land, but you wanted to create a you wanted to create a TV movie. I, I get it. Um. Uh. Okay. Bar. So I was split between three possible directors. Can't wait for the dimension baseball player with Monet. Just Daniel Kaluuya up. and Roger Deakins. Serial killer in the first act. Clint Eastwood. Go for it. So I thought about this and I almost picked someone else. I won't go into detail in case that hurts me. But then I re- then I realized that there's one person who's done great sports movies in the last decade. Um, and mm-hmm. with that, <laughs> I'm going to go with Gavin O'Connor, uh, the guy who directed Warrior, the guy who directed Miracle, the guy who directed The Way Back. Uh, I think that he does a very good job balancing sports films with dramatic elements um, that are uh, a little bit more deep than than your traditional uh, director normally can balance the act with. This is not a part of the pitch. But if Nick Nolte isn't the head coach of your guys' movie and just screaming at him for not knowing what's going on because he has dementia, I think you've lost a goal. That's a great idea. Maybe. That's brilliant. Get on the fucking field. Um, <laughs> great. Uh, um, I don't now. Miracle, I think. I think Miracle counts, but it doesn't count because, like, that's the event and the speech is, like, the thing that drives that movie, like, overall. I think Warrior is, like, a very, like, like an emotional hitting movie makes perfect sense where I can see the ties. Like, it's about fighting, but it's about, like, the brotherly, like, father relationship, so that's interesting. I, I guess because I made everybody pick an actress, like, I'm a little lost because I don't know where the love story is going to kick in, like, how long of the movie is going to be about the love story, where we're going to be at the, and then, like, how much baseball, like, I, if you want my the honest The love story is the B, it's the B story. If you want my honest opinion, I feel like this is just cruel. Because not to mention dementia is like the one of the worst like somebody can get up on. But now we got to see this guy trying to play baseball with it, and like, like I'm hoping he's not like on the Yankees or like any New York. Like they'd rip him to shreds. Like I don't give a shit that you got dementia. Catch the ball, dumbass. Like it would be awful. Like this Ebo oh, no. playing for the Oakland Athletics where no one's in the stands. Like that Detroit Tigers. Oh, he, oh my god. 
gonna die. Like that's crazy. You're just crazy. So bold choice. I don't know, but like you have me a little bit closer with the director. I just don't know if I like love the finish. Everybody else. Kevin O'Connor's a solid choice, especially for a sports movie. Um, the The Way Back is really good. Miracle's really good. Warriors really good. He also directed The Accountant, which is a which is another installment in one of my favorite subgenres, along with The Predator, of a uh, of a uh, a man has a superpower and it's called Asperger syndrome. Uh, this Asperger syndrome allows him to snipe bitches from the mountains of Toronto to the plains of San Antonio. You guys can all laugh. I'm giving you permission. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I'm fully taken. Yeah, yeah. I can make those jokes. You can laugh at them. <laughs> um, see, what you do is, to make this make sense, you put them on the pirates. The Pittsburgh Pirates will sell this guy to a six million dollar ex- extension after the dementia de- diagnosis is made public. So your your verisimilitude is completely safe there. Don't worry about it. Um, but otherwise, otherwise, no. I, again, oh my god! I just think this movie You're is not gonna, wrong. This movie is going to be really sad. Um, it's like, so sad. Yeah. Jesus. Like, I mean, it'll be good. It's you know what? This is one of those movies I would watch. What my letterbox review? I liked it. Three and a half stars. I'm never going to watch it again. That's my. Prediction. Like, can you imagine like Barry Bonds, like or like a yeah. top like King Griffey Jr. This kid's got ever dementia. <laughs> Fuck! Like, dude, we're done. Like, so depressing. Like. In this day and age, like the media and stuff, oh, awful, awful. Interesting choice. I yeah. <laughs> guess what? That guy playing that guy with dementia running in center field is going to be shot by Roger Deakins, but he has dementia. Like, <laughs> wild, wild. Um, <laughs> God damn it, Bob. This is like when somebody brought radio on the show and I just had to like not yell at him. <laughs> But Barr has a much better sense of humor than I know. Um, okay, uh, Kirk, what's yours? Okay, finishing out again. This is an homage to those great '70s disaster films. Whatever great '70s disaster film have great soundtrack. You get one of the biggest pop stars of the era, and you have them kind of just lay down some tracks, and you do some really great stuff. So, uh, my wild card is going to be a soundtrack uh, by Rihanna. Um, I think she is the well, you know, the, the name uh, that can cover this. I could see her, you know, really selling this out, like kind of making this movie her personality for the next six months, and just really being like, just making this her thing. Um, I think kind of like what Lady Gaga did with Top Gun, she's going to do with this movie. Um, I think she, you know, she's going to do. Um, we're going to have an unironic love ballad. It's going to be the number one uh, first dance wedding song for like the next two years. Um, <laughs> she, she might, she might have a, she might have a cameo. Okay. She might have a cameo in uh, that, that scene right in the first act where the big party before the disaster happens. She's going to be singing like the big poppy hit from the song. Um, guaranteed at least two Oscar nominations off the song. And I think that's just a perfect way to round this out. Uh, fun uh, music uh, from a very talented artist. And um, yeah, that's that's what we're going to do. Uh, you could have given me seven guesses. I would have never picked Rihanna. Like, like you I would have never picked like Kirk as a Rihanna fan. 70s? 70s 
disaster, blah, blah. Work, 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 work. <laughs> like, I don't know how this ties, but like, you can stand under my umbrella. Um, crazy. Like, never in a million years would I have guessed that you would have done. I can't believe you've done this. Um, basically, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, I'm just imagining Kirk in his car now driving to work, hearing Shut Up and Drive come on. And just smoking that shit. Bum, bum, beat him, bum, bum. Disturbia. <laughs> I have asked. Uh, this is my jam. I have a. I, I. I have made personal requests for Kirk to do things on the show, and he has rightfully refused to do those things. Kirk, would you be willing to sing the chorus of your favorite Rihanna song? <laughs> no. Okay. Fair. <laughs> yeah. This is. This is a decent pick. I, I, the reason I laughed was just because it's Kirk talking about Rihanna. Like I just wasn't expecting that. Hey. 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 So left field. I will say. Halftime performance, pra- like doing what she did on rap, great. I think she's a great superstar. I just don't know. Like, I can't wait till like the spaceships like going down. Like this heartbreaking song, like it's playing. Like, sounds great to me. Um, Coho, what's your thoughts on Rihanna? I feel like what Kirk has put together. You don't understand music, though. Just remember that. What Kirk has put together is. I'm on a podcast. More like don't look up if you just removed Adam McKay. Like, I don't know. I have no idea what you're making. This is I don't know why Rihanna is the soundtrack to your movie. Why is Rihanna the soundtrack to your disaster movie? I'm just not following with this element. Go watch Towering Inferno. Okay. Okay. That's annoying. Um, Okay. Payson, the floor is yours. Okay. If this like is a dud, like I swear I'm gonna be like, the fuck. Okay. Look at everybody's You guys all had very nice wild cards. Uh, had very three dimensional choices. Uh, I'm taking a four dimensional choice here. Uh, let me explain the reaction. Let me explain just, the reaction. Just to let you know, two people on this panel could veto your choice. Just to let you know if you go okay. crazy. You know what? If, if, if they if they veto this insane choice, fine. Uh, reaction to this film. There's a man watching this movie in Novo Oe Ogeri Ovo Moscow. That man is Vladimir Putin. He is so moved by this film that he calls Zelensky and ends the siege of Ukraine. There is a man in Asia that watches this film. That man is Kim Jong-un. He is so moved by this film that he calls the leader of South Korea and the conflict there is over. Congress, U.S. Congress, one of the most divided times in American history. They all watch it, bipartisanship immediately. My film causes world peace throughout everything. And the reason for that is because my wild card my film is literally blessed by God. God has blessed my film. <laughs> Martin Scorsese has saved the world with film. And I cannot be happy. My movie is called You're Welcome. 
You ruined it at the end by not calling. No, Payson didn't ruin it. Payson just Payson just sealed the deal that this movie fucking rips. I, I just think it's really funny. It's you a great just choice. created an entire letterbox of your welcome, <laughs> then like people ragging on the title, like no, no, you're welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's the thing. It's blessed by God. Five star. Five star. Five star. It beats across the Spider Verse. It's the first film ever on Letterboxd to have a perfect 5.0. Um, you said for a moment. So that was where you think, bless my God, but it only creates this peace for like a moment. So everybody goes back to normal. You, you said it. I didn't put those words in your mouth. I meant said. world peace forever. But okay. Yeah, sure. Wild card. I said, I said do whatever you want with your wild card. I think that's interesting. Um, I think it's terrible, but until Martin Scorsese dies. Oh, fuck! Don't. will never. Scorsese's not going to name a movie. You're welcome. He just ascends. All right. So we'll run through everybody. Um, I. Anybody got something to say about Blessed by God? My only problem with that is this is kind of cheap because every Martin Scorsese movie is Blessed by God. Come on. Come on, Payson. God manifests itself as a small child comes down to the world and says, I'm God, blessed. I hate everything about this. Um, Okay. So um, I'm not going to let anybody else talk. We're done with that. Um, Okay. So everybody, write on something. You don't have anything to write. Try to do it on your phone. Try to do something to write who you're going to vote for, so you don't switch it and try to sway everybody. Um, you're voting. What you're voting for the best movie tonight? Uh, well, so far, name? we have Coogler, Donald Glover, Zendaya, a musical, and what was your last one? Um, with music by James Samuel. Samuel. Uh, then we got Payson. We have Scorsese, Driver, Tilda Swinton, uh, Religious Epic, yes, Religious Epic, and Blessed by God. Um, I have Denzel, written by Aaron Sorkin, directed by David Fincher, um, starring with Tessa Thompson, and it's a thriller. Barr has Dementia Baseball Player by Daniel Kaluuya. Getting hooking up with Janelle Monet as the as the as the um, sports medicine, whatever like teams um, sports medicine Gavin O'Connor is directing and it's going to be a sports baseball movie. Um, and with, then Kirk, uh, uh, Roger Deakins cinematography. Roger Deakins is shooting this movie. This center fielder running into the loss. Uh, and then seventies Tower Inferno inspired uh, disaster movie with uh, Marissa Tomei, Paul Giamatti. Uh, soundtrack by Rihanna, two at least two nominations, and Drew Goddard. Who did I miss? Did I miss anything? I did. Director, Director. Drew Goddard. Uh, Drew Goddard. Okay, so I will go first. Oh, I haven't picked yet. Oh, are we writing things down? If you listen and get off your other cell phone. I don't have anything to write on. Another That's one. what I'm saying. I don't. T-Mobile convinced him to buy another one. He's got an Android. Um, we make you buy everything. So. Okay. 
I'll go first. This is not the best movie that was drafted. But gosh, am I not missing this and I'll be there day one. It's going to be Andrew Barr. I'm going to go see the dementia baseball player. I have to. Like, there's no question about it. Wild, dumb, stupid choices. But gosh, I need to see Beacon shoot that movie. Um, we're going to go to Coho. Even before it was blessed by God, I picked Payson. Um, I think Payson's got the all-around best one. Even if it does feel like Last Temptation of Christ, Last Temptation of Christ is already a great movie. Uh, so he's just taking what Scorsese does best, giving us another version of it, and literally putting the blessing of a deity on it. So I'm going to pick Payson. Uh, we'll go Payson next. Yeah, Cody? You took the words out of my mouth. I want to see bars. The Dementia Baseball movie. <laughs> Roger Deacon said wild. Imagine wild. Tra- wild. Imagine um, we'll go bar. I went with Cody. Um, it was it was close between a few people, but um, it's it's a formula that I know works well. So that works. And Kirk. Yeah, um, I had to go with your welcome. Um, I love world peace. How can I vote against that? <laughs> so, ball. Wild. So, like, I, you can't vote for yourself. No, I can't vote for myself. Payson has the best movie. Plus, <laughs> my God. Thank God there's only Wait, seven more of these. Because I made it. So, what are you going to do? Cancel me? Um, <laughs> Cody uh, has God on his side now. Yeah, I, I'm blessed, but blessed by Jesus. Um, I, okay. um, I, I just love that God blessed it and was like, Tilda Swinton is Satan. Like, that's a bold choice. Like, literally said it. Um, uh, yeah, so that's the episode. Uh, thanks for everybody being on. I have seven more of these. I don't know what I'm choosing. I think one will be, um, I want to do a baseball draft uh, starting nine all-time baseball. So, like, you fill the positions and a pitcher. It might be a long one. We might just tell everybody to shut up and move along, make it quicker. Um, and then ten um, uh, normal list episode uh, artist or band ranked one song per and you can only use them once. So Rihanna, Kirk would put Umbrella like one. So that you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then me and Kirk may just like close the doors on the final night and just roast people's like go on just screen share and just type in people's names on Letterbox and look at some of the reviews and just rip them to shreds. Who knows? Let's look, go out with a bang. Um, yeah, but if you have any other ideas, let me know. Message me. Shoot it. If you want to be on, that'd be great. So I don't have to hunt and find. I don't know what next week's going to be at all. No clue. But I'll let everybody know soon, I guess. Have a great night. I'm going to remember to hit an outro. Um, yeah, peace. Intimidate me. I'm entitled to my opinion. Run! Get angry! Come on! Break the lousy cup! Ow! I hurt my arm! Well, I did not expect everybody to do everything. 
I'm going there soon, you know. Is that so? Where are you going? Uruguay. Well, you go Uruguay and I'll go mine. <laughs>